Oh, my God. 
five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Oh, 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 oh,
Hey. 
Chagim Chen Shalom I'm 
אברהם, יצחק ויעקב, הוא יברך את חיילי צבא גרעי קמים עלינו ניגפים לפניהם. הקדוש ברוך הוא ישמור ויציל את חיילינו מכל צרה וצוקה, מכל נגע ומחלה, וישלח ברכה והצלחה בכל מעשה ידיהם. ידבר שונאינו תחתיהם, ויעטרם בכתר ישועה ובעטרת ניצחון, ויקוים בהם הכתוב.
לפחד זה העיקר, כי אלוקים ישמע אותנו בתפילה. J.M. and the A.M. Shuli Rand with that Animamin here at a uh, Tuesday morning broadcast. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Welcome to a Tuesday on this 30th day of January, day number 20 in the month of Shvat. The year 57, what is today? 5784? 5784. As you can hear, there's still a drop under the weather. Uh, and I want to thank um, everybody who's been pitching in, especially Avrami. Shuli Rand with Ani Mamin, Lolof done by Benny Friedman, Eli Seidenfeld's Tefila Saneros, Tzahal done by Nathanael Hirschdick in the Maccabees, Yonatan Razel with Eight Mil Chama, Kulanu Keachad, that's David Yifra, Yaakov Shweki's Tenli Koach, Avarachamim and Kikel Poel, it's a two for Tuesday from Gershon Veroba, Yankee Briskman and Company with the Dedi Tribute. 
and uh, Regesh Modani opening things up, and we say good morning. Welcome to a Tuesday. Thanks for joining us. Yeshiva League Sports Update is on the way. We'll do that coming up here at JM in the AM. David Cutler is scheduled to join us. We'll talk about the uh, NCSY summer programs. After all, it is, uh, it is a topic that's, I'm sure, been discussed ad infinitum at the uh, NCSY headquarters as they try to decide what to do regarding the war and the NCSY summer programs. Um, so we'll speak to David Cutler later on this morning here at JM and the AM. Ellie Beer is scheduled for tomorrow at 8 a.m. Ellie Beer, the brand new book, is, is by Rabbi Nachman Seltzer. It's entitled Angels in Orange. It's an art scroll book with a look at some of the incredible miracles of October the 7th as experienced by the um, responders of uh, United Hatzalah. Ellie Beers, our scheduled guest tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. Eastern time. We'll talk about the brand new book. You can go to artscroll.com. Make sure to use promo code radio. Go to artscroll.com. Make sure to use promo code radio. The book is called Angels in Orange. We get to discuss it with Ellie Beer tomorrow morning here at the JM in the AM. Thursday, uh, Daniel Posner and Elliot Steinmetz. Elliot, of course, the coach of the Yeshiva University men's basketball team. Daniel Posner, the head of Athletes for Israel. We are scheduled to speak with them Thursday morning. Looking forward to that. Um, so that will be um, on Thursday here at JM in the AM. Big week of programming. I take this opportunity to thank all of our incredible donors, and I mean that when I say incredible donors. Um, we have uh, restarted in earnest um, the final two weeks of our 40th anniversary campaign. And yesterday, Matis was on with me. We actually reminisced a bit about do- doing shows when... <laughs> When, when one or more people are under the weather. Um, <laughs> uh, we talked about the last 40 years, and uh, he made a point that is so vital and important, and we actually included it in the email that we uh, sent out later in the day, and that is that um, with the 40-year history, we remain as current as humanly can be. Uh, with the news of the day, with the latest from Israel, with conversations with people who are making a difference in our community, both in the United States and around the world, especially in Israel. And um, for that reason alone, aside from all the other reasons, uh, we welcome your support and hope that you will, in fact, join the list of the growing list of people that continues to sponsor this great radio broadcast. Go to fjbunity.org. Again, go to fjbunity.org, and we thank you for your participation. It's not just the amount of money. It is the number of people that um, makes it so amazing. So many people already have donated and been part of this 40th anniversary uh, celebration, if you will. And uh, we're hoping that more and more will join in over the next couple of weeks. 
Uh, so again, that's fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Waking up on this side of the world to more news as you would expect from Israel. Hamas is considering a hostage deal, supposedly. Yesterday, I, I, did not, I did not see it in print, but someone had mentioned to me that um, someone had mentioned to me that the, the number of Palestinian prisoners that they are demanding for each hostage. Now, again, I didn't see this anywhere. I heard it from somebody. But if any of that is true, my gosh, we're talking about uh, two groups that feel very differently about life and the value of life. And there's no question that one of our hostages is, is worth a thousand prisoners. That's no doubt. The question is, is it a good idea? That's the question. And we shall see. We shall see. Israel's emergency war government will collapse if Prime Minister Netanyahu refuses an acceptable deal for the release of Hamas hostages from Gaza. This according to National Unity Minister Chili Tropper. National Security Minister Itamar Ben-Gavir responded to this development in a different direction. He said a negligent deal would lead to the dissolving of the coalition. While unclear, without further comment, the minister appeared to claim that a deal for deal's sake would neglect Israel's security needs and doing so would lead his faction to leave the coalition. Wow. We'll see what happens. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSiegel.com and the NachumSiegel Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. Yalei Tzal, the background, do our news from Israel coming up. And then plenty more. Yeshiva League Sports Update, hour number two. Also, um, David Cutler, NCSY Summer, hour number two. Galaitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast follows next. We say Boker Toe from JMN. גליצר מירושלים השעה שתיים של עומריו באולפן רני אבנאי עם מה שקורה עכשיו. ברקע המשא ומתן לעסקת חטופים, השר איתמר בן גביר מאיים עסקה מופקרת, היא תביא לפירוק הממשלה. ראש האופוזיציה לפיד השיב, ניתן רשת ביטחון לכל עסקה, מדווח כתב התחום הפוליטי שחר גליק. בן גביר צייץ בטוויטר, עסקה מופקרת שווה פירוק הממשלה, אך נמנע מלפרט איזו עסקה נחשבת מופקרת ומהם הקווים האדומים שלו. ראש האופוזיציה לפיד כתב בתגובה, הבטחתי למשפחות החטופים, אנחנו ניתן לממשלה רשת ביטחון לכל עסקה שתחזיר את החטופים לביתם, זו מחויבותנו עבורם. מוקדם יותר ראש הלשכה המדינית של חמאס אסמאעיל הנייה אמר כי הם בוחנים את ההצעה שגובשה בפסגה בפריז. מהפרטים כתבנו לעניינים ערביים ג'קי חוגי. בהודעה שפרסם אמר הנייה כי הוא ואנשיו קיבלו את ההצעה הטרייה של המתווכים והם דנים בה. בנוגע לאולטימטום של חמאס לדון בעסקת חילופין רק אחרי הפסקת המלחמה, אמר הנייה. זו עבורנו המטרה בראש סדר העדיפויות ולא הוסיף. 
לדבריו, חמאס מוכנה לשמוע כל יוזמה או רעיון רציניים שיביאו להפסקת המלחמה. בתוך כך שר הביטחון יואב גלנט אמר בפתח הדיון בוועדת החוץ והביטחון, התנאי המרכזי למימוש מטרות המלחמה הוא אחדות. למדינת ישראל יש שתי מטרות ברצועת עזה. שתי המטרות הן חיסול החמאס כארגון צבאי ושלטוני והשבתם של החטופים לביתם. התנאי על מנת לממש את זה הוא אחדות ברמה הלאומית. אם אנחנו לא נהיה מאוחדים, הגורם היחיד שירוויח מזה הוא החמאס. בדבריו הביא כתבנו לענייני צבא וביטחון דורון קדוש. פעילי מחאה חוסמים בשעה הזו את מעבר ניצנה הסמוך לגבול מצרים בדרישה למנוע מעבר סחורות לרצועת עזה. צירי התנועה למעבר וציר פילדלפי סגורים לתנועה. כוחות צבא ומשטרה נמצאים במקום למנוע הפרות סדר. כתבנו בדרום רמי שני מציין כי המעבר עצמו אינו פעיל בתקופה זו. מחירי הדלק יעלו ביום רביעי בחצות ב-16 אגורות לליטר בשירות עצמי. המחיר החדש יעמוד על 7 שקלים ו-38 אגורות לליטר, 95 אוקטן. ידיעה שמסר כתבנו לענייני כלכלה ואנרגיה, ישראל פישר. תקלה במערכת המחשוב קמיליון המשמשת בתי חולים גרמה לכך שחלק מהמטופלים קיבלו רשימת תרופה לא נכונה. מדווחת כתבתנו לענייני בריאות, טל אור מאירסון. על פי הערכת משרד הבריאות, מדובר לפחות בעשרות רבות של מטופלים שלרשימת התרופות שניתנה להם מבית החולים נכנסו גם תרופות שלא מיועדות להם. בימים אלה היקף התקלה נבחן לעומק. למשרד דווח על כך לראשונה לפני עשרה ימים, עוד לא התבצעה פנייה למטופלים שיש חשד שקיבלו רשימת תרופות מוטעית, ולכן בשלב זה לא ידוע על מטופל שנגרם לו נזק כתוצאה מנטילת תרופה לא נכונה. למטופלים ששוחררו לאחרונה מאשפוז, מומלץ ליצור קשר עם הרופא המטפל בקופת החולים. באיראן גובר החשש ממתקפה אמריקנית, ערך המטבע המקומי צנח היום לשפל היסטורי מול הדולר, מדווח פרשננו לענייני צבא וביטחון, אמיר בר שלום. בתוך פחות משבוע מאבד המטבע האיראני כ-20% מערכו מול הדולר. הבוקר נסחר דולר אחד בכ-600 אלף ריאל, כאשר רק בשבוע שעבר ערכו עמד על 500 אלף. החשש הגדול באיראן הוא מתקיפה אמריקנית בשטחה, כנקמה על הרג שלושת החיילים האמריקנים בגבול ירדן לפני כמה ימים. מזג האוויר לערב והלילה, ירדו גשמים לפרקים, מלווים סופות רעמים בצפון הארץ ובמרכזה, חשש מהצפות מקומיות לאורך החוף. בחרמון ירד שלג וגם בפסגות הגבוהות של ערי הצפון. אלה החדשות שעורך יואב מאיסי. Yeah. 
Sitting in silence, we're not okay. The things our nation's been through, the pain will never go away. All I see is darkness. How much can we take? But the spirit of Amisrael that will never break. Somehow even in the darkest moments I'm so perseveres through it all Even when the world seems broken Even when the tears don't seem to dry We will rise above, we will stand as one I'm Yisrael Chai Even when the pain feels so heavy even when it's hard to see the light, we will rise above, we will stand as one. Am Yisrael Chai. Am Yisrael Chai. 
are endless We can feel so alone But we will rise up united We will get through this as one Now even in the darkest moments I'm your soul perseveres through it all Even when the world seems broken Even when the tears don't seem to dry We will rise above, we will stand as one I'm Yisrael Chai Even when the pain feels so heavy Even when it's hard to see the light We will rise above, we will stand as one I'm Yisrael Even when the tears don't seem to dry, we will rise above, we will stand as one. I'm Yisrael Chai. Even when the world seems broken, even when the tears don't seem to dry, we will rise above, we will stand as one. I'm Yisrael Chai. Even when the pain feels so heavy, even when it's hard to see the light, we will rise above, we will stand as one. I'm Yisrael Chai. I'm Yisrael Chai. Summer, you've got 
JM in the AM with Shel Shellis, the Reconnect album with Nar Hayisi here at JM in the AM. Danny Palgan and Ami Yisrael Chai. You heard One Heart done by Shel Shellis Jr. to open up the hour. Thanks for joining us. It's hour number two. A welcome back to those who are uh, back in the uh, swing of things. A lot of people were away last week for yeshiva break. Yesterday, I got a call regarding two schools that are about to send at least 30 to 40 students from each school to Israel for a solidarity trip. All I could say is call like a vote to all the schools that are doing that. It is a, um, a wonderful part of Jewish education. It's one of the byproducts of the awful war that Israel's in right now. Uh, but we get to the opportunity as uh, educators, or I should say the educators in our community get the opportunity uh, to really impart some important values on the students, including being there in Israel for a solidarity trip for at least a few days. And again, kudos to the schools that have made the commitment to do it. Some leaving soon, others leaving in a couple of weeks. And uh, we hope to have um, at least one of them on the air with us here at JM in the AM. Yeah, a lot of important stuff going on, to say the least. Yeshiva League sports update coming up. We've got uh, David Cutler is going to be checking in from NCSY Summer. Tomorrow, Ellie Beer. The book is called Angels in Orange. It's written by Nachman Seltzer. It's an Art Scroll release. Make sure to use promo code radio when you order it at artscroll.com. And um, we'll speak to Ellie Beer about it since it's uh, a book that has to do with the stories of United Hatzalah members. We'll do that tomorrow morning right here at JM in the AM. Um, I want to remind everybody that we have a community calendar online. And if you go to our community calendar, NahumSiegel.com slash community dash calendar, there's a bunch of events up there, including this coming Saturday night when the Young Israel of East Brunswick presents a fireside chat with Jason Greenblatt. Uh, Discover East Brunswick presents a fireside chat with Jason Greenblatt. Facts on the ground and the future peace process. Saturday night, February the 3rd, 8 p.m. at the Young Israel of East Brunswick. Contact the synagogue for information and get ready for a wonderful event with a really nice guy, Jason Greenblatt, this coming Saturday night down at the um, at the uh, Young Israel of East Brunswick. Check it out, and you can go to for, for more information. You can go to our community calendar, nachumsegel.com slash community dash calendar, nachumsegel.com slash community dash calendar. Elliot Weiselberg has our Yeshiva League sports update for a Tuesday morning right here at JM in the AM. Thanks, Nachum. Welcome back from Yeshiva break, folks. February is only a few days away, which means that the playoffs are right around the corner. Straight ahead on the Tuesday morning JM in the AM sports update, we reset all leagues as we gear up for a whirlwind week to wrap up the winter sport regular seasons. Good morning, I'm Elliot Weisselberg. We'll start out by running down varsity hockey. Two results last night helped bring a little more intrigue at the top of both divisions. In the East, Hank's win over Solomon Schechter brings it to 11 wins, tied with DRS at the top. DRS will take on 4th place Rambam and 3rd place Hafter this week, while Hank faces North Shore. All four teams have wrapped up playoff spots, with Mag and David holding the edge for the final spot. But Flatbush and YDE can both find themselves in the hunt with sweeps and a little help from each other. 
out west. TABC leads at 10-2, but will face a challenge Thursday as they play Kushner. Winners of last night's contest with SAR to jump into second at 9-4, a win over third place Frisch. With a win over TABC or a Frisch loss this week, Kushner will clinch the two seed. Frisch will take on MTA and SAR, both of whom are 7-6 and and fighting for the fourth spot in the division. An MTA win or an SAR loss will give MTA the higher seed. Entering the final week, 11 games have playoff implications, beginning with tomorrow night's games in Flatbush, DRS, and Hank. In JV, SAR and DRS have locked up the 1 and 2 respectively. Hafter and Frisch have clinched berths as well. Hafter can clinch the 3 and escape the play-in with a win or tie against DRS tomorrow night. Otherwise, Frisch can jump over the Hawks with a win over YDE or SAR. Should YDE lose to Frisch, the MTA Ramaz game means that the winner will advance to the playoffs, but a tie means that neither will, and YDE would have taken the fifth spot. In varsity basketball, both divisions still up for grabs as Flatbush leads the East at 12-2, but Mag and David only needs one win to take the division. Both have locked up buys. Hafter and DRS have clinched berths and have the inside track at the 3-4. North Shore, YDE, and Waterbury will fight for the final two berths, with North Shore only needing a win to have a shot to run back last year's championship. Out West, Ramaz and TABC will play a home-and-home, where a sweep could mean the division to either side. A split could open up the door for Frisch to swoop in and overtake both, and even result in needing tiebreakers to decide the West number one seed. Heschel clinched the spot with a two-point win over SAR last week and now leaves Oyas Rowell, SAR, and JEC, each fighting for the last two spots, all three at six losses. In JV basketball, 11 of the 12 playoff spots have been clinched. DRS has won the East and will join Hafter, Flatbush, North Shore, Megan David, and YDE in the postseason. Out West, SAR and Frisch can still go to a coin toss to determine the division. Meanwhile, Hillel hopes SAR falters or it will take the three spot. TABC and Ramazza fighting for the 4 and 5, but the 6th will come down to JEC and MTA. MTA is currently at 3 and 7, with JEC at 3 and 5. JEC needs one win in its last two games against SAR and Heschel, otherwise MTA will take the spot due to the tiebreak. With the last games in all leagues occurring next Tuesday, and the possibility of certain spots still hanging in the balance, the JM and the AM Sports Update will allow for all proceedings to play out, and will instead come to you next Wednesday with the full playoff picture to discuss. And that was your Tuesday morning JM and the AM Sports Update. I'm Elliot Weisselberg. You 
JM and the AM boy were playing a lot of Shalshalas today for good reason. Their music's amazing. <laughs> as simple as that. <coughs> ah, this cough is If you like coughs, I've got an amazing one. Really incredible. <laughs> uh, before Shalshalas, our Yeshiva League sports update with a big thank you to Elliot Weiselberg. David Cutler is going to be joining us from NCSY Summer. Tomorrow, Ellie Beer. The brand new book by Seltzer is entitled uh, Angels in Orange. Um, you could pick it up right now by going to artscroll.com. Make sure to use promo code radio. Artscroll.com. Make sure to use promo code radio. Big thank you to the Rothenberg Law Firm. They're presenting our kosher halftime show again, as always. Yesterday, we got uh, the majority of our kosher halftime show done. It's a very, very serious. I'm not kidding. It's a very serious kosher halftime show. It is not one of those entertaining kosher halftime shows. It's one of those halftime shows that reflects the uh, the the mood and the reality of the Jewish world right now. And I'll give out more details as we get closer. Anyway, one detail that we know is that that day San Francisco is going to be playing Kansas City. And the other detail that we know is that uh, every responsible kosher home in America is going to be having some delicious A&H hot dogs and knockwurst and salami, plus other A&H items as well, to entertain family and friends with. Yeah. If you want to do it right, here's what you do. If you want to do it right, 
Prepare some hot dogs and some knockwurst. Make sure you have some great hot dog rolls. Wonderful condiments, the relish, the mustard, the ketchup, you know, whole variety of stuff. And um, serve it to your family and friends, and they will have a really nice, pleasant Super Bowl Sunday experience. They'll also have an inspiring experience when they watch our kosher halftime show. Yeah. Brought to you by the Rothenberg Law Firm at InjuryLawyer.com. It will be a, um, it'll be very, very um, poignant, to say the least. It will reflect what some people in Jewish music have been experiencing for the last three months. Voluntarily. Um, anyway, more details as we get closer. And I thank you so much for uh, encouraging us to continue the Kosher Halftime Show. We have a lot of great commercial sponsors. And we will be presenting it on the 11th of February, just before halftime. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words. Oh, by the way, I didn't finish up with A&H. Uh, go to kosherdogs.net. Save 10% with promo code radio. Try A&H today. You'll be glad you did, and that is an understatement. Uh, Rabbi David Goldwasser's words. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. Chazal tell us in Gittin that the people of Tur Malka were celebrating while the other half had already begun to be destroyed. Those who were celebrating didn't know. They couldn't imagine what was happening. Ravasi says 300,000 men with drawn swords entered the king's mountain and massacred its inhabitants for three days and three nights. At the same time, on the other side of the mountain, there were weddings and festivities that continued to be celebrated. They didn't know about each other, owing to the enormous size of the place. The great Rav Steinman said, L'davoneinu, to our sorrow, HaMatzav Mitzad Echod. On one hand, the Matzav is that each day there are tzoros, each day, Achenu Bnei Yisrael are suffering. Nevertheless, everybody thinks to themselves, Those people are over there. That's where the Tzoros are happening. What does that have to do with me? Something happened in Aza. Something happened to Yerushalayim. But me? Shalom Olai Nafshi. Everything's okay over here. The truth is, throughout the entire world, there are waves of anti-Semitism, Lo Aleinu. Each and every one of us has to hear the wake-up call to do tshuva, to become inspired, to repent, and to return and come closer to Hashem. The great Sadik. Reb Yaakov Elimelech Panet, the Deja Rebbe, once said the following, It once happened that a father took his young son to the forest. The father sat down underneath the tree, and the boy went a short distance to pick some berries. The father said to him, Don't go too far away from me. Every five minutes, call out to me, and if you hear me reply, it's a simon that I am near you. 
The boy went on his way. All of a sudden, he broke out in tears. What happened? He called to his father, and his father did not respond. He was afraid that he would be left alone in the forest and never see his father again. Said the great Dejerebbe, all the time there was a tzara, we called to Hashem Yisparach, and Hashem would come and help us. That's the simon that we are close to him. However, in the last kufa, when the tzaras began to pile up, we call out to Hashem, if chas v'shalom, we didn't get an answer, then it's a simon that all of us need to come closer to our Father in Heaven. May Hashem Yisparach guard and protect all of the chayalim. May they be victorious in all of their missions and return home safe and sound. And may all of the hostages be released immediately and return home safe and sound. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Besuros Tavos.
Thank you so much for coming.
know you so well. Yes, I am Khaylek. Yes, I am Khaylek. Low while on my ball. Call you so well. Yes, I am Khaylek. Yes, I am Khaylek. Low while on my ball. We are my cool and sadiqin. Cool and sadiqin. Yo, 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 
J.M. in the A.M. Mordechai Shapiro with Ani Yehudi. Before that, you heard Zusha. And the twofer on this twofer Tuesday came from Eitan Katz. His live in Jerusalem, volume number three. J.M. in the A.M. on a uh, Tuesday morning broadcast. Well, we are uh, we're always curious how the war in Israel is going to affect some of the things that we're used to, um, either during the summer, during the year, etc. In this case, we're talking about summer. Uh, one of the things that uh, I think the Jewish community in general here in the United States is very curious about is what NCSY is going to be doing this summer. They have had uh, challenges in past summers that have led them to do different things um, when normally, remember, 90% or somewhere around 90% of their programs take place in Israel. And the question is, what's going to be happening for the summer of 2024? With us live via telephone is the man who directs NCSY Summer, and that is David Cutler. David, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum. How are you? Baruch Hashem, doing well. And I guess this is the time of year, January, February, this is the time of year to really sit down with your staff and your lay leaders and plot out a plan for the summer of 2024. Have you already plotted out a plan for the summer of 2024? Uh, well, that's exactly correct. But you, you know, you know how we plan, and sometimes God has other plans. So we're uh, let's just say Shiva break just ended, and we are now kind of recalibrating and seeing exactly where we're holding. As you said, situation in Israel has us definitely uh, re- rethinking things a little bit. But we're we are going to Israel this summer, God willing, and we're basically you know there are lots of missions there going on right now, as you well know. And also, Birthright is running again, so we're confident that we're going to be in Israel this summer. Bezrat Hashem, but we are recalibrating all of our itineraries uh, so that every one of our programs is going to be significantly rebuilding and giving back to Israel this summer. So it's going to 
just imagine bringing a giant army of volunteers uh, to Israel this summer to make a real difference. And that, that's, that's what our plan is. David Cutler's here with us live via telephone. I mean, in past years, it's no secret, in past years when there's been challenging situations in Israel, uh, you as an organization, NCSY Summer, have made decisions that did not include Israel, uh, either to you know bring the bulk of the programs to the United States and other parts of the world, uh, to postpone the Israel peace for, you know, for a year. Why this decision? Obviously, it's not a complaint. I'm fully in favor of it. But why this decision? Why do you think now, because of the 2024 situation, there's a gung-ho attitude to get these kids and their staff members, their counselors, their advisors to Israel? Well, I think there are really two reasons. Number one, Israel is really our sweet spot. Israel, we pride ourselves on our diversity on the different types of programs, different types of kids from all backgrounds, uh, from all over the world. And Israel, Israel, as you know, is the one place that everybody just feels at home. Everybody can relate to their, their Judaism. And, and, and we, we, that's why, like you said, 90% or a little more of our programs go to Israel or throw it through Israel at some point. And we feel very strongly that that's our sweet spot and that's where we want to end up. Uh, and number two, Israel really, as you well know also, Israel really needs our support right now. I can't tell you. I mean, dozens of people that I speak to just all the time now that really Israel loves and needs our support. And even whether you're working with Chayalim, whether you're working with organizations, kids, misplaced families, whatever it might be, Israel needs our support, needs our hug, needs our love. Um, and like I said, for us to bring 1,000 to 1,500 people this summer to Israel to give back and rebuild in all different types of ways and to learn there in Eretz Israel and to spend money in Eretz Israel and to hopefully have a Yom Ensiswai in Eretz Israel. Uh, that'll be very meaningful. So as you know, our, our tagline is best summer ever. And uh, we believe that this summer is going to be our most meaningful summer ever. And that's why we're, again, encouraging everyone to, to come with us, to, to they'll enjoy, but it'll also be very, very meaningful at the same time. I assume it's the regular website, summer.ncsy.org. Have you gotten parental reaction? Because parents, I think, if I remember correctly, back in 2014 and other summers where there have been challenging situations, had a lot to say about safety concerns regarding their children traveling to Israel. Have you heard from a significant number of parents to this point? We have. So, so again, most parents, Baruch Hashem, trust and believe in us. And obviously we're, we're putting our faith in our partners and those who keep us safe in Israel, and of course, Hashem himself. Um, but we have parents generally, you know, know us and trust us and, 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 and have expressed their faith and want their kids to have this experience. There definitely is a, a lag, if you will. And we are, we're getting more and more applications right now as, as things quote unquote quiet down a little bit. Uh, so we definitely are getting more applications. Normally at this time, you know, I, I'd say our applications are already kind of slowing up, whereas our applications now are really kind of heating up. Um, in addition, there's, again, we have two very distinct populations, our Yeshiva Day School population and our public school population. So the Yeshiva Day School programs are very strong. A couple of them are really close to sold out. Uh, some of them are lagging a little bit behind, uh, but overall very strong. The, the public school population, you know, they, they don't yet always see the value necessarily in coming to Israel for the summer. Uh, so then we're still kind of working on it. A lot of them are really are still waiting to see how things shake out a little bit in Israel and see how things quiet down. Uh, but like I said, you know, we're, God willing, when you bring 1,500 people or so to Israel, uh, you make a really big difference this summer, and that's what we're looking forward so to. So there could be a public school TJJ piece to this summer? It could happen? So there will be. In other words, we're, we're, we're disappointed, unfortunately, that it's not going to be a lot bigger, and we, we do have 
domestic alternatives for our TJJ program. Uh, but we do we do believe that we'll bring 100 to 200 public school kids this summer to Israel, give or take, depending on, again, how things shake out over the next few weeks. Well, just uh, the fact that you're... Willing, yes, we do yeah. have kids signed up. Just the fact that the program exists at all, I think, is a major victory. I mean, kudos to you. This whole piece, this whole conversation is one big, massive piece of great news as far as I'm concerned. I mean, you deserve all the credit in the world, and I'm sure there are plenty of people in our community, especially those who are uh, in leadership positions in the community, who completely agree. And if you're confident about the um, about the security situation, which you know is, is always a challenge, it's not only a challenge now during a war, it's a challenge every summer. And if you're as confident as ever about that, and of course in the programming, then uh, like I said, this is—I I believe this is amazing news. Now, well, we're familiar—we're very familiar with some of your programs because we feature them over the years, whether it be Kolel, Michlelet, um, the the um, uh, the uh, what's the program we uh, <coughs> that you started recently, where where uh, internship, right? An intern program, etc. Uh, the next step, yep. The next step, intern. Are, are all those going to operate with their regular programming in addition to the volunteer work that you're building into the program? Yes. So as of now, they really are. And what we're doing is we're basically building in the volunteering to these programs. So a program like NCSY Colel or Mechlelet or Gib. Well, Gib is a volunteer program right. to begin with. They right. volunteer the entire summer. That's a natural. But all of our programs have a, have a component usually of volunteering. So this summer, we're really going to just increase that level of volunteering and get back. Uh, and, and again, even in the internship program, which will happen, God willing, um, it'll be a smaller program of one bus instead of three, most likely. But we have internships that we have set up in Yerushalayim, uh, and they will have the chance also to give back in a more meaningful type way and do different activities this summer than they ever have. Can I assume when dealing with the 18, 19, 20, 21-year-olds, you're having no problem in terms of finding staff for this summer. Yeah, uh, <laughs> fortunately and unfortunately, we 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 have a ton of applicants. Baruch Hashem, I had a feeling. I happen to think for this summer, unfortunately, we have too many. Yeah, um, which is it's a good problem to have, as you well know. But it's also you feel bad saying no to certain people. But we have Baruch Hashem. Our programs are very meaningful. People. We really pride ourselves on running a program both for the kids and for the staff. The well, staff get a tremendous amount. Out of our program. Yeah, well, my point is that once kids in our community, both men and women who are still young people, 18 to 21, let's use that as an example, in our community, uh, w- once they make decisions independently, again, not a criticism of parents out there at all. Parents certainly should do what's best for their teenage children. Uh, but once they, 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 they start to make decisions independently, it seems they gravitate more and more to Israel, even during times like this. And I think that's, and as you said, it's a good problem to have. I think it's an amazing problem to have, frankly. Uh, so many young men and women in our community who just want to get to Israel as soon as possible. I know when I've been to Israel over the last couple of months, I can't stand leaving. And I know that there, right. there are so many kids, in our, and again, when I say kids, I'm talking about that older group. There's so many kids in our community that are, that are so desperate to be there. They just want to be there and work there and volunteer there and, you know, and see the people there. Um, and that, you know, yeah, it's, a, it's a beautiful thing. Like you said, people of all ages are just so hungry to go back and to give back and on, on a regular, normal summer, quote unquote, even though I'm not sure what that is these days, uh, <laughs> you know, people are, hung, are so hungry to go and so interested and just love being in our homeland. You know, it, it's a wonderful thing. And so this summer, especially when you have an opportunity to give back, so many different types of people who need it. 
Um, people literally, literally are lining up around the block, you know, yeah. literally lining up around, around the block to come with us and to, to volunteer. And most of, again, most of our staff, two things, most of our staff are volunteers, which is incredible. And number two, a large majority of them were on our programs as a kid. And so a kid who was on as a, on Gabriel or Colel or McClell or Jolt as a 10th grader, they're now the ones who are staffing our programs, which is very, very cool. So that to is... see that and to see them coming back and giving back and to see how these kids have where they were at, at age 16 and where they are now at 1920 is, is, and we put them, help put them on their trajectory uh, to come back with us this summer. And, and, and most, again, most of our programs are staffed by people who run with us uh, after their 10th grade summer. It's uh, pretty, it's very, very fulfilling. Was it November or December where you said to yourself, are we ever going to have a normal summer again? <laughs> no, it was pretty much October 8th, I think, or October yeah. 7th, where, uh, where we said, you know, this is the third time in five summers that we're questioning what our summer is going to look like in Israel. And that you was know? because, and, and, that was because I, of two, two COVID summers? Yeah, one one COVID summer we we canceled, and one COVID summer we 2021 we just weren't sure right. until the, literally until the last minute if we were getting in or not. That was the summer we had to get all those permits, and that was uh, trust that me, was a blessed experience. Tr- trust yeah. me, I remember I remember that day at JFK Airport. Trust me, <laughs> you, yeah. you and your yeah, staff, 100%. you and your staff were extremely helpful. Um, well, look, this is great news. This is great news, and I feel wonderful for you, and I feel wonderful for all your campers. Um, teens, I should say, staff members, etc. The fact that NCSY is going to Israel and in such a robust manner with such a large percentage of the programs and the kids for this summer is fantastic. The fact that there's a public school component is fantastic. By the way, what's uh, this would not be a conversation, a Siegel Cutler conversation in January if we wouldn't be announcing or discussing a brand new program. What's with the program entitled Derech? Yeah, so it's. Uh, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, Baruch Hashem. We we pride ourselves on, on on addressing the community's needs, and we have programs, like I said, for kids from different backgrounds. Some like co-ed, some like single gender, some like chesed, some like learning, some like sports. Uh, so we have a program this summer that we're introducing called Derech, which is a program for boys that travels the country. So we have a wonderful program known as NCSY Kolel, which is just awesome. It gets close to 300 boys uh, that are based in Beit Meir and learn and travel the country. This is a program for very similar type boys, but who really want to see the country more. So it's good, good boys who really want to come to Israel, want to give back, uh, are not afraid of doing some learning and some chesed, which is certainly part of this component, a part of this trip, uh, but they really, really want to see the country. So they will spend more of their time traveling. It's a new program again called Derech, run by Ravioni Mandelstam, oh, wow. who's a Rebbe at TABC here yeah. in New Jersey. Uh, and the registration actually, Baruch Hashem, I have to say, for a new program, while the war is going on, the program is, has a great registration, um, and it's going to be, again, very, very exciting for us to, to run that program in its first year of the summer. Well, you always find great directors, and that's obviously one of the reasons that you get such uh, a, a uh, strong early registration, frankly. A lot yeah, of good- thank God. Listen, people ask me what the secret sauce is. It's absolutely our staff. Yeah. The people who run our programs are wonderful, relatable educators who love and, and just want to educate and want to inspire, uh, you know, kids to connect to their Yiddish kids, to connect to their Jewish, Jewish heritage. Uh, again, no matter what your background is, we have staff that can relate to everyone because they were there themselves, like I said, a few years ago. Um, and, and thank God, the, the, the staff that we have, are just they, they literally are the reason for our success. Well, what year was your first year as director of NCSY Summer? 
So I just hit my 19th year anniversary. Uh, so the first summer that I officially started, I started for a year before sort of doing like some accounting work. Kind of stuff. So really summer 2016 Cause, was my official first summer. Because I, you mean 06? 2006, correct. Because I would assume, and I don't know if you agree with me or not, I would assume that 20 years ago the pool of you know potential really high quality directors on both the men and women's side was just not nearly as large as now like now you could start a new program and do so you know in the middle of the school year and there are people out there there are there's a much larger pool of people who are you know at that level where they're able to actually run a program like the one you described am i right that the that the uh the pool of talent is just simply so much larger now oh it's tremendous it's tremendous it is again we're we're stretching it. We've, we've actually tested that theory over the last couple of years. And perhaps, you know, we've grown so much that sometimes we, we, we've had an issue in the past a little bit. Um, but there are Baruch Hashem. There are a lot of programs going now and there are a lot of programs that go to different places. And, uh, the culture in today's day and age is that in high school, especially after the 10th grade summer, people go to Israel, people go to Europe. The kids go these days. It used to be when I first started, we had three, 400 kids. Right. Uh, and it was so much more of a luxury and so much more like that. It was so much not, not a thing like it is today. Today it's a, it's a rite of passage almost, and every kid gets to go on basically one one of these uh, expensive high school summer programs. Uh, but parents really just love it, and the kids are getting so much. When you go with us, you're just getting such a wonderful, uh, immersive, just incredible, impactful experience for four to six weeks in Israel or in Baltimore or on the West Coast. No matter where you go with us, with our wonderful staff, you walk away a changed person. And that's what we hear from the parents. You literally changed my kid's life. Um, and, and like I said, we started with three, 400 kids in my first year. Now we're, we're closer to three, last year we're closer to 3,000. This summer we'll be down a little bit. We'll be, you know, 2,000 and change. But again, 2,000 kids uh, coming with us for four to six weeks is an incredible thing. Yeah, well... Uh, look, as um, as a father of uh, of a group of kids that have enjoyed, you know, three and some might argue four because it, w- it was a program that eventually ended up under your tutelage, uh, but certainly three NCSY summer programs. I can tell you that we are certainly indebted to you for an incredible summer that each one of them had. Uh, and yeah, a tremendous growth experience and something that uh, Baruch Hashem we were able to do. I know it's not the easiest thing for parents to do. Uh, oftentimes other family members pitch in and help out and, uh, that's wonderful because they see the value in it and, and the value is tremendous. David, I, I, I'll tell you, I was a little bit surprised and, uh, not that I don't have tremendous faith in you. I do. But when you first contacted me about this conversation, I really thought that there would be alternate plans being made. Uh, so that the groups would stay in the United States, maybe travel to other parts of the world, etc. cetera. Uh, and if you remember, not a criticism at all, uh, even though I still think that, you know, people like myself, you know, needed to, to voice certain frustrations, uh, but we weren't the ones making the decision that had all the information in front of us. But 10 years ago, I know that there was, uh, you know, a, a great conversation in your offices, including with lay leaders and board members, et cetera, with serious concerns about going ahead. And, and we know that there was an ent- entire adjustment made uh, during that summer. I, I, if, if I'm remembering the right one correctly, it may have been a different summer that I'm thinking of. 
And exactly and, correct. 2014. Yeah. And this so. one, and this one, it, it seems, and again, the news is fantastic as far as I'm concerned. Uh, it, and it seems like, I assume the same type of people, right? The same type of groups, lay leaders, board members, uh, those that you work with, et cetera, I assume also got together or given all the information, et cetera, and came to this conclusion. So I don't, I don't know what the difference is. You, you can, you know, shed light on it for us if you wish, but I, I think it's, I, I think we have to be thankful. I think it was a responsible decision then. I think it's a responsible decision now. And, and Baruch Hashem, this is the decision now. Yeah, it's very, look, it, it is a very big decision and we give credit Baruch Hashem to Hashem, to our, 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 our parent company, the Orthodox Union, um, and to the leaders of, you know, Rabbi Greenland and NCSY, uh, we're very committed to what we do, and uh, we have a lot of faith, and we know that we have a good product, and we really are, like I said, changing these kids' lives, and Eric Charles where we want to be. It really is our sweet spot, and we double down on that as much as possible. So we have a couple alternatives planned just in case uh, we do. Uh, but it's not... It's just not the same for us to not be in Eretz to not be to not be in Israel for Tisha B'av. You know, I, I, you, you've experienced it. it it's, sure. it's just it's not the same. I love my house here in Woodmere. It's phenomenal <laughs> to be in Woodmere. Uh, but when I spent that Shabbos, that that COVID summer here in Woodmere and Tisha B'av here in Woodmere, like needless to say, was not anywhere near the same. And uh, so the decision is, as long as God willing, we can be safe. Again, can I tell you right now exactly where we can and cannot go? I cannot. And I tell you that we're confident that we have wonderful partners, tour providers and security uh, consultants who take care of us and make sure that we have a robust, meaningful itinerary in a safe way. I can. And I'm confident, bizarre to that that will work out. Uh, and people who believe in us and trust in us know that, you know, as the summer gets closer, we'll have the, the information that we need to give over. Uh, and uh, we're, we're, we're just excited about the fact that we get to give back. Uh, in this kind of way, but kudos, like you said, the people that do make the decisions above yeah. above my head, um, because it is a big deal. Again, because of you know past experience, I didn't think it was going to go this way. And I know I'm holding you, and I don't know how much time you have, but just give me another minute. We announced earlier this morning that two more. Yeshiva High Schools uh, yesterday contacted me that they're going to be heading to Israel at some point in the next couple of weeks. Some of them with 35, 40 students each. Um, and well, some of them with 35, 40 students, I should say, and which is amazing. And I, I, I hope that they realize that the people in Israel, at least those that are familiar with the trips, those who are familiar with, you know, on the other end, um, you know, have such incredible uh, feelings of um, of gratitude for people to go to Israel. I, I mean, you are uh, you you are dealing with tour companies, bus companies. Um, property, uh, I assume renters and owners that, you know, that, that turned out to be campuses for you guys in Israel. I mean, already, if they're getting this type of messaging from you, it must be a phenomenal reaction that they're giving you to this news. Do you, do you, do you feel that this is already making a difference just the fact that they know you're coming? Yeah. Again, even, even our, our, our tour provider who's uh, in Israel, they're, they're one of the ones out that are actually doing most of the, most of the tours and the, the uh, missions that are going right now, they're actually doing. And uh, so I'm in touch with them literally every day. And, and they, have, they have had to turn down. The volume is so high right now that they can't take all the requests for all the missions that they want to do. Wow. Which is, when you think about that, that's incredible. Wow. They literally have dozens and dozens of missions that are dozens of people that have contacted them. And there's such high volume that they can't, they can't say yes to everyone. There's just not enough. You know, they have their own people that are, that are also that are serving. Uh, but there's just not enough, and there's so many hotels and so many different properties that also 
are housing families now that, that have been relocated. Uh, but it's but it's a beautiful thing, and everyone's feeling the love and the support uh, that people, whether you're picking vegetables or 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 again building building communities, or there's so many different opportunities. Or spending time with Chayalim. Yeah. Um, but but everyone's feeling that, and and again, there's, there's there are a lot of question marks. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, yeah, we, we don't know exactly where I we're going it. and where yep. we've had we've had our flights for over a year. So we're, we put our reservations. We only Baruch Hashem. We happen to only use Alal in general. So we thank the Lord that we are set with that. We have our flights, uh, so we're good with that. Uh, so we're, you know, again, we're waiting to see how things shake out in terms of where we're going to be allowed to go. Uh, but the, the tour providers, the, the hotels, uh, the different facilities that we use, whether it's whether it's Ori Shalim or Amon Shapiro or Rishon or different places that we stay over the summer, are thrilled to be having us. Um, and it's very fulfilling to be able to give back in that way. Also, they, we, we spend, when you bring 1500 people to Israel, you're spending a lot of money and giving them a lot of, you know, support as well in that way. Um, and they're thrilled for it. Thank God. Amazing. All right, everybody out there, it's, uh, there's an email address, summer at ncsy.org, summer at ncsy.org. If you are a student, a teen, if you are a parent, if you are a grandparent and you think an NCSY summer program would be right for you or for your child or your grandchild, look into this and look into it now. Some wide open opportunities with the situation at hand. And of course, with this announcement that NCSY is heading to Israel, a golden opportunity to spend a very, very meaningful summer in the Holy Land. The website is summer.ncsy.org. Again, summer.ncsy.org. We can't recommend this enough. And I, I st- I'm, I'm still so thrilled that this was the announcement today. I was not sure what David was going to announce, uh, that, that this has been the core of the announcement, that NCSY Summer is heading to Israel. I say kudos to everybody involved with the OU and NCSY. This is an amazing decision, a responsible one, and one that will, in fact, enhance and inspire lives of our teenage children in our uh, greater and wider community. David Cutler, Big Yashikach, keep us up to date on all of this, and uh, good luck going forward planning the summer of 2024. Amen. Thank you. We should only share with Tovos, and, uh, and God willing, we're like I said, we're very excited for our most meaningful summer ever, and people should reach out because it's going to be it's a very unique experience that you're not going to want to miss. So we're excited. I always thank you, as always, for being our partner and for your time. And uh, like I said, please reach out, summer at ncsy.org. Reach out with any questions, but we're excited to still provide all of our different programming, whether it's in Israel or whether in the States. Uh, Now is the time because we're making our decisions by the end of this month, by the end of February, God willing. Yeah, I am an enthusiastic partner. And I will remind everybody about summer.ncsy.org, summer.ncsy.org. My thanks to David Cutler. Wow. He leads uh, NCSY Summer. And boy, oh boy, this was a... uh, this was, in my opinion, very, very significant. Very significant. I can only imagine, when, again, not a criticism, but I can imagine what youth programs and those programs that normally spend the summer and other times of the year in Israel are going through in making decisions this time um, since October the 7th. And it can't be easy. And uh, all, all we could do here is to voice our incredible enthusiasm when they decide to go to Israel. Uh, but if they, but if a group decides not to, you have to respect that they're, they're considering a whole bunch of stuff that we don't know about or that we you know, don't have to consider in our, um, in our enthusiastic 
declaration that everybody should be heading to Israel. Anyway, that's the story. Uh, summer.ncsy.org. Kudos again to David Cutler and company. More coming up. A Tuesday morning broadcast here at JM in the AM.
it up Please let me live I can hear the echoes With his hands in the air Your eyes Are clear in my dreams Oh Shema, you whisper Your soul is set free
JM in the AM with Micha Gammerman. Morabu is the name of that one here at JM in the AM. 
Well, I just spoke with Jay Booksbaum, and he is available tomorrow morning. We're going to get him on for a couple of minutes. We have a very, very important kosher wine question to ask Jay. And I said to him, we got to ask him on the air. I asked the question to Mendy Mark on West Englewood Avenue in Teaneck last week, and he said, you got to get Jay on the air to ask him this question. I don't know the answer. So I spoke to Jay. He's going to be joining us, Bezrat Hashem, tomorrow at some point before 9 a.m. <laughs> Should be interesting. It's one of those questions that that only get asked on JM in the AM. That I guarantee you. Micha Gammons Marabu, How Long, done by RJ2, Ron Weinreich and company with Latate. You heard Yishai Rebo on Yishai Achla'am here at JM in the AM. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app. For Android and iPhone and comment away. Listener Sandy says, if you want to get better, slice an orange. Oh, slice an onion. Slice an onion, pour honey over it, wait a few hours, have the syrup, and eat the onion. <laughs> I might I might decide to go with the cold. Or the cough, whatever this is. I did not test positive for COVID, so I know it's not that. I tested negative for COVID. So at least Baruch Hashem. From that standpoint, uh, our friends at the Young Israel of East Brunswick have a big event this coming Saturday night. It's Jason Greenblatt who's going to be uh, at the Young Israel of East Brunswick. A fireside chat with Jason Greenblatt. Facts on the ground and the future peace process. This coming Saturday night, 8 p.m., Young Israel of East Brunswick in New Jersey. Information, you can go to our uh, website, nachomsegel.com slash community dash calendar. It's up there. NahumSiegel.com slash community dash calendar. Whew. Tomorrow, Ellie Beer is scheduled to join us. Go to artscroll.com. Make sure to use promo code radio. The book is called Angels in Orange, written by Rabbi Nachman Seltzer. Angels in Orange. Ellie Beer is going to join us tomorrow here at JM in the AM. Yep. It'll be coming up on uh, 8 o'clock Wednesday morning. Bezrat Hashem. Um, if you don't receive our daily thread and or our weekly newsletter, just write to Avrami. He'll take care of it for you. It's af at nachomsegel.com. af at nachomsegel.com. Also, if you have an event for our community calendar, you could send it to Avrami. AF at NahumSiegel.com. I want to thank those who've been donating to our uh, campaign. I um, I want to thank everybody who's been donating to our campaign. There's 10 days left in the campaign for the 40th anniversary. There are 10 days to go, and uh, most recently... Oh, Judy Hertzfeld gave through the Simon Jacob page. Thank you. In honor of Nahum's 40 years of service and for playing my three favorite artists, Micha Gammerman, Eitan Freilich, and Lenny Solomon. Continued success. Phil Englard, $36. Adam Block, 100 plus 8. Annie and David Blumenthal, thank you for being a sensitive, thoughtful, and meaningful voice for important Jewish causes and issues. Thank you for that. A 20 times high donation. Thank you to Millie Lieben. Um, for your donation. Thank you to Mayor Eichler and the Eichler family. Thank you, Nachum, for uniting Klyusrol for uh, over the for uniting Klyusrol world over for forty years. 
We look forward to hearing you announce the coming of Mashiach on the Nachum Siegel airwaves in the very near future. Chazak v'yamatz. Leah and Mayor Eichler, thank you for that. Elliot Allswang, a 20 times high donation. Thank you very, very much. Wow, great to hear from some wonderful friends who are coming through for us. Much appreciated. Jacob and Selma Dykeman, $720. Thank you very, very much. So to everybody who has given already a big, big thank you, and we're talking about over, over 360 donors, which is amazing. Help us get to 400 donors. If you haven't given yet, give today. FJBUnity.org, FJBUnity.org. Pay tribute to us and the work that goes on every single day here at the Nahum Siegel Network, even when hosts are under the weather. We still continue the sacred work. So please, be as generous as you can. FJBUnity.org, FJBUnity.org, and we thank you. Uh, listen, Aruvain says, I have an easier fix. Have a glass of tea with lemon. You could also do what my Zaydi used to do when he got sick. He made a tea, put in scotch, wrapped it in a warm blanket, went to, uh, wrapped in a warm blanket, I guess wrapped himself in a warm blanket, went to sleep and sweated it out. Well, I don't have time for that today, but uh, it's certainly a worthwhile suggestion. Much appreciated. <laughs> I think about it. It's funny. Because there was a time when I used to get this every year. I mean, there was a time when I was, you know, I got this type of thing on a regular basis. And there were so many listeners that would chime in with so many different types of remedies over the years. And uh, every one stranger than the other, but who knows, maybe they work. And I appreciate the care and concern that I could tell you. That is much appreciated. Um... So tomorrow, Jay Booksbaum is going to join us, as I mentioned. I have a very important question for him that only he can answer. He is, of course, the world's authority on kosher wine. Uh, so we'll discuss that with him tomorrow. Uh, plus Ellie Beer, as you mentioned, tomorrow, and uh, plenty more here at JM in the AM. Um, Michal Przanski is now. Oh, no, you know what we're going to do? We're going to do this request that we got. We got a request for Miami selection. Here it is at JM in the AM.
Shiro iti, kize hazman lekol esmoach. 
JM in the AM. That's Michal Przanski, Bo Near Code. Before that, the uh, Yerachmiel Begun Miami Boys Choir selection. It's Mina Shemayim. By the way, somebody on the app, listener Rebecca wrote, my husband sang this Miami song on this album. By the way, he's Lenny Holstock's son-in-law. Good times. Hello, Rebecca. Hello, Lenny. Wow, that's funny. Zena says, love that Miami selection. Had me dancing in my kitchen. Yep. It's one of those, makes you dance, and brings back a lot of great memories for some. JM in the AM, good morning. Thanks for joining us. If you haven't had given to our 40th anniversary campaign to support JM in the AM and the Nahum Siegel Network, go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, and we thank you very, very much, to say the least. Tomorrow, Ellie Beer joins us. We'll talk about the uh, brand-new book, by Seltzer. Angels in Orange. Those of you who haven't gotten it yet, go to artscroll.com. It's called Angels in Orange. Make sure to use promo code radio for your discount and free shipping. Angels in Orange. We'll talk about the book tomorrow. Jay Booksbaum tomorrow with a very important question I need to ask him on the air. <laughs> I'll be coming up tomorrow. We have, the, uh, we have one of these local channels on here. Apparently, the American Curling Championship is going on at the American Dream Mall. Maybe it's time to, starting today, maybe it's time for me to get, get into curling. I'll actually be in Jersey tomorrow. That'd be funny if we'd go over there <laughs> to see curling. I've seen a lot of sporting events live and in person. I've never seen curling. Um... Yeah, anyway, so that's the story. Avram Freed is next. You're listening to a JM in the AM Thursday, a Tuesday morning edition. A reminder that a week from Sunday is our kosher halftime show brought to you by the Rothenberg Law Firm. This year, it's a very serious kosher halftime show. More details coming up. Keep it here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Zesipur <laughs>
וספרים הזקנים שזוכרים את הרגע שבו הוא עמד ואמר לעולם אין לי כלום ויש לי הכל בחיי וזה יותר מדי יותר מדי. התרופה לעולם היא לשמוח וגם לא לקחת ללב את מה שכואב כי גם ככה הכל יעבור ויחלוף לו. יש מקום לכולם בעולם רק צריך לוותר לא צריך למהר ולזכור לאהוב Let's 
J.M. in the A.M. with Avraim Avram Freed with Achim Benefesh and Pashut Anashim. Before that, Bowen near Code done by uh, Michal Przanski here at J.M. in the A.M. Um, tomorrow, Ellie Beer, as we mentioned. The book is uh, entitled Angels in Orange. Go to artscroll.com. Make sure to use promo code radio. Again, go to artscroll.com. Make sure to use promo code radio. Angels in Orange is the name of the book. Um, if you haven't yet given to our 40th anniversary campaign, please don't be left out. We've remarkably gotten over 360 donors already. We'd love to get to 400. Uh, fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Declare yourself a supporter of the work that we do every single day of the year, even when the host is under the weather. Here at JM and the AM and the Nahum Siegel Network. If you don't receive our daily thread and or our weekly newsletter, just write to Avrami. He will rectify the situation. AF at NahumSiegel.com. AF at NahumSiegel.com. Reminder, fireside chat with Jason Greenblatt this coming Saturday night at 8 p.m. at the Young Israel of East Brunswick. Information about the event, go to uh, NahumSiegel.com slash community dash calendar. NahumSiegel.com slash community dash calendar if you have a community calendar announcement that you'd like us to put up on our site uh just send it over to avrami af at nachomsegel.com and he will make sure that it's processed accordingly my thanks to david cutler those of you who missed the conversation before ncsy summer has announced that they are heading to israel which frankly caught me a bit off guard i was not expecting that announcement uh, but it's a very welcoming and amazing announcement and very inspiring one, frankly. And um, if you or your uh, son or daughter or your grandson or granddaughter is interested in an NCSY summer program, summer.ncsy.org, summer.ncsy.org. Take advantage. It is quite a program, to say the least. Coming up at 9 a.m., just a minute from now, it's going to be Rabbi Dr. David Hertzberg, Israel at 75. Um, and then, of course, Avrami is going to be hosting a live lunch starting at 11 a.m. Eastern time right here on 
the Nahum Siegel Network. So join Avrami for that. Again, it's 11 until 1 Eastern time. Avrami will be hosting from Israel. Feel free to comment on the app, be in touch with Avrami that way or any way. And, um, and be aware of the fact that so much of our programming is coming from the Holy Land. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Including Avrami's Tuesday live lunch. Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard of listeners sponsored digital radio around the world, the web, and AlchemSingle.com, on the AlchemSingle Network, and of course, in the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing Tuesday here at JM in the AM. <laughs> Plenty coming up tomorrow starting at 6 a.m. Make sure to join us. All right, Dr. David Hertzberg's next with Israel at 75. I've run me in the live lunch, starts at 11 a.m. Eastern time here on NSN. If you don't receive our daily thread, write to Avrami, AF at NahumSiegel.com, AF at NahumSiegel.com. A week from Sunday is our Kosher Halftime Show 2024, a very serious Kosher Halftime Show this year. And um, more details about that coming up. A big thank you to the Rothenberg Law Firm for making it happen. Thank you to the Rothenberg Law Firm. Um, have a fabulous Tuesday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Segal reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.